listening to Fight Stories. All right. Welcome to another episode of Fight Stories. I'm John Moses here in Queens with uh, my co-host Tyler Morrison. And Mike Vecchione and Dan Soder, boys! Yeah. yeah! Oh, I feel excited about this one. We got a regular tag team match. Coming <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> into Queens. That's and it. The two, four, five, five boys ain't gonna <laughs> let this go. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going against the champs. Uh, we yeah, almost got going. into a fight on the way here. Oh, John picked me up from the bus uh, port authority. <laughs> yep. And uh, this guy, I've never seen anything like this. I was almost impressed by what this guy did. He slowed down, he was lost. And then he just, we were honking at him. He just stops and throws on his flashers. That's a and pretty he official. Con- he yeah. continued doing that. Then we tried to pass him. He, sp- he sped up a little bit yeah. and then stopped again at a green light. At every green put his light. Flashlight, yeah. Put, yeah. At every green light, put his flashers on. That's a, that's a pretty, um, that's like a guy who gets into a fight and knows to have a witness there to say it was self-defense. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's like, who's thinking the one step ahead? Yeah, he's like, flashers. Yeah. Now I'm out of the, you know, now the cops can't get to me. <laughs> right. Now I can just drive like an egregious asshole. Right. If you guys weren't there and we didn't have a place to go, I might have been out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> no, but John, you handled it very lightheartedly. And what was it, yeah. what was the solution that you had, which is actually a great, great thing to do? It was <laughs> after the fact. I was like, you know what? Instead of me getting out aggressive, which I have done plenty of fucking times, yeah. I caved the guy's door in, uh, um, in the Bronx nine months ago <laughs> with... Your Nine feet, your hands? my feet. I fucking hoofed his car. Like the back stomp? Or yeah, the front yeah, like stomp. a mule kick. Mule kick. Yeah. Like, fucking motherfucker! Like a, like a wow. coked up animal. But he did scrape the side of my car. Like okay, he that's fucked my car and up. And then you try to get away? Yeah, and then try to get away. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, dude, I, that's, just, I, I, I just need some equality in the world. That's eye it's, for an eye. That's, yeah, it's, it's just funny to, to, to break down the recipe of a door stomp where you're like, yeah. what's in there? A little little side scrape? A little runaway? Oh, yeah, that would get me there. Like a rage chef? You're like, yeah, that's a good concoction. That would make me fucking donkey kick someone's door in, too. Oh, yeah. One of so, my buddies up in Canada, just before you get into this, he was walking down the street one time, and these guys drove by and nailed him in the head with an ice ball, which is so Canadian. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. He like gets up, and he runs and drop kicks their moving car, crushes in the door. Yeah. But he's down now, because he just drop kicked a moving yeah. car. They all get out and just start boot fucking, fucking him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Licking him with the stomps. That's yeah. the wow. kick where it comes off. Where it's like it's like when you nut with a girl you're not supposed to be with, and yeah. you're like fuck, 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 fuck. Like he drop kicked that door to me. And he was like shit, shit. Not with a girl. Dan, this, this was a family show. show. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're talking fight. We can't mix fight and sex. That's never been yeah, mixed this is together. Sorry, but you um, were saying you caved to guys, so you understand. No, I caved. I caved this door in, and then, um, but it was. It was like, a, even that was a half measure because I was following him for a while. And, yeah. and then I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I might be driving back to this guy's house where he's like called some people already. Right. So I caught up to him at a stoplight and I was like, I'm just going to settle for a little cave in. And I just caved his door. <laughs> it's so funny. Go, and right away. Just a little piece. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck this guy up. I'm just going to fuck his door up. I'm so mad. Yeah. And then I jumped in the car and was like, okay, now I feel, now I feel yeah. much better about it. Right. What did he in do while situation? you were caving his door in? Just, just like this. Uh, like his hands up, like come on, bro. Yeah, dude. Because he got he one was look probably at you. a drunk driver. Oh, yeah, that's it too, yeah, right? He got one look at you, dude. Yeah. When someone sees real rage in your face, like oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, but this time I was like, you know what? Like, because at first I think he really was legitimately like kind of lost. Yeah. And then it was like a symphony of horns with me leading the chorus. <laughs> He's from Florida too. He had Florida right. plates. Yeah. So he, was, he probably was lost. I, and so in retrospect, I, I thought. 
I probably should have just went out, knocked on the window, and said, hey, dude, are you lost? You need some help? That's good. Yeah, that's like rising that's above great. the situation. That's you know? great. That's, that's really rising above the situation. Yeah. That's guidance counselor level yeah. of comfort. Yeah. Where you're like, what's hurting I've been doing a lot you? of work on myself lately, guys. Yeah. Yeah. He was like really what if that was his response? He yeah. goes, you've been doing a lot of work on yourself. <laughs> but if he was like all pissed off the way we were pissed off, and he yeah. was just doing that out of spite, if you yeah. came up and were like, hey, do you need some directions? Like that yeah. would fuck oh, with yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Feel like yeah. So yeah. Oh, my God. He would be on the inside of like, No, man, I'm going through a lot. <laughs> Dude, uh, when I was in high school, we had this kid I grew up with named David, who was our age, and was like the biggest badass. Mike, uh, flip, make sure your mic's on. Check yeah. it. It's All right. Check. There we go. Yeah. Speak again. Do we have levels? No levels on you. My levels are... Dude, your stories were your stories were too violent for the podcast. He was talking if about John does a Patreon. If you guys do a Patreon, we can yeah. release your ultimate violent stories. Dude, this is supposed to be about fighting dudes, not domestic violence cases. Yeah, yeah Mike's mm. like, I'll take a good fight. I got into uh, first round knockout with the old misses. Like, Mike, no. no, she was fighting to leave. <laughs> she was fighting my control, so I fought her face. You're talking about that that kid David when you were growing. Oh up? yeah, man. I grew up. Uh, well, it was reminding me. John was was telling the story about stomping in the guy's door. Oh yeah, hoofing it, uh, hoofing it, which is a great term for it. When uh, <laughs> I grew up with this kid who was like notoriously a badass. Like when we were thirteen, he beat up two sixteen-year-olds. Like uh, he got sent to military school. Yeah, got kicked out. He was one of those kids. Came back, left fat, came back muscular, which oh, is the right, worst. Right, right, right. We were friends. It's like going into yeah. jail yeah. for assault and coming out ready to murder. You know, yeah. he's like, ah. he went to this place in Kansas because I grew up in Colorado. He went to this case in uh, this place in Kansas, and he might be lying, but he told us this story when he came back. He was like, "Yeah, I was in there, and there was this other kid that took a padlock uh, that I had a problem with, and when I was sleeping, he started hitting me when I was asleep." And I woke up and I was bigger than him and I took the padlock away and then I beat the shit out of him. And everyone that knew David was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. But one time he came over to my house when I, we were 16. Uh, first off, he punched a kid that went into a coma that we knew. So he came to my house <laughs> and my mom like felt legitimately bad because he hit the kid and knocked him out and the kid's head hit the concrete. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he, he was like a former friend. It was crazy. David had like a million stories like this. Right. It's a Con Air situation. Yeah. It's crazy where he hits him and he's like, now I Can might we murder get David. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with David. And, but he got into a traffic altercation where he was driving his mom's minivan and this guy cut him off and he started talking shit to the dude at a red light. Like, fuck you. Like, window down. Yeah. And the guy's like, it was a grown up. And the guy's like, fuck you. And he's like, David just said, follow me to this parking lot. Just follow me. And the yeah. guy followed him into a 7-Eleven parking lot, got out, and David kicked the shit out of him. And then got back in his mom's <laughs> minivan and drove to my house. He's like, I just fought a guy in a 7-Eleven parking lot. And I'm like sitting there like, I was playing NES. Like, I was just playing <laughs> yeah. Nintendo 64. Wow. Yeah. Fucking clear in the streets. A man. Yeah, he was the toughest kid in our neighborhood by such a thing that he was almost like a Superman like we were like, you know, David's gonna fight. He fought one of our friend's older brothers who was twenty one when we were like fifteen, and that guy just wrecked him. It's the only time he lost the fight. Oh really? Yeah. He just That's a mismatch, him. yeah. Yeah, he fought a grown man. Well, so right. was the guy who probably fought into the seven eleven parking lot. Yeah, that was like a push. The guy that followed yeah, him yeah. was probably yeah. like, Time to pad the stats. Like I got some half a chubby teenager getting out of this car, and then David just lays him out. And he's yeah. like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like when FX started doing the Tough Man competitions, yeah. we got all my friends and I were like, well, 
Like we all reached out to David and he's like, I don't want to, I'm done. I'm grown up. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. We're like, this is what you were born for. <laughs> you want to fight fucking electronic, you know, yeah. AC fucking repair man. Fight, go into it. It's How about so the funny. kid in the coma? Do they have a podcast for him? Yeah, no. It's, it's called Dead Air. What are you doing now? It's called Beep Beep. <laughs> he came out of it. We'll do a moment of silence for him. He, oh, the, the, edited, the part that we just had to edit out. We'll just put like a little moment of silence yeah. for the kid in the coma. I want to say his full name too because I just remembered it and I was like, oh, I remember that kid's name. It's funny because you said about the, the friends. We had Gary Goodridge on. Gary Goodridge. I mean, dude, that guy was one of my favorite UFC yeah. fighters. He was a great knockout. He was like that knockout he had yeah. was like one oh, of yeah, the, the crucifix knockout. mm-hmm. knockouts in the UFC history. Gary Goodridge was legitimately just a giant human being that would knock people out. He said the reason how he got into the UFC was his friends were watching the, the VHS tape and okay. were like, dude, we got to get you into this yeah. and started calling the 1-800 number for merch and an hour later had Art Davies on the phone and he was <laughs> fighting in Puerto Rico three and a half weeks later. Dude, that is... And he'd never been in a fight yeah. like real, other than like a little bit of boxing. Well, he, had, he, was, he did have a lot of amateur boxing Amateur, training, yeah, but, sorry. You know, the thing about that is we're all funny. So it's mm-hmm. like our... The way we practice brings joy to a lot of people. Yeah. When you're a badass and it's the thing you're good at, you're kind of like, oh, yeah. You're hesitant to do it unless you're in a gym or, you know, yeah, yeah. because right. it's like, oh, I'll just hurt people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I really <laughs> hurt people like well. Yeah. If that's you're crazy, and that's if you're the guy who has a conscience about it. Yo, you know? If you don't, guys, you're just like licking your lips. You're just like, oh yeah. Those are the scary ones. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. they're like, you want to yeah. see what I'm good at? Yeah. Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. please no. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see what you're really, really good at. <laughs> the guys who get talent and like fucking discipline, those are the Kobe's of violence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes like, I flare up and I do some crazy <laughs> shit, but yeah, most yeah. of the time I'm in line. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'd much rather go into the J.R. Smith. Yeah, dude, just fucking <laughs> hauling off and decking a guy. Is there anything to like telling? You used to have to tell somebody, like, look, my hands are registered weapons. Certain yeah, people have to. Have to I don't think so. Do people still have to do that? I don't know. I, so I was listening to some, like, a Rogan clip, and he was like, that's all bullshit. Like, that you don't is. have to tell somebody you're a black belt. It's like asking if someone's a cop if they try to, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, no. Oh, okay. Well, then here's all the coke. And I'm like, you're squaring up with the guy outside of a bar. You go, are your hands lethal weapons? You have to say if they are or not. The guy's like, I'm a, what? You hit on my girlfriend. Yeah. You're like, Okay, never mind. <laughs> but you still get in more trouble if you yeah. are trained, uh, right? Is I don't that... even know if that's true. You I sure? Mean, maybe it depends on it the used to be. you lay on them. It used to be. Cause, uh, um, the, you but you'd have to say it in the middle of a heated confrontation. Now, before we go through with this, I have to <laughs> yeah, tell you. It's consent. My hands are registered <laughs> weapons. Are you good with that? It's like after, you know, like. Sign here, of, here, and here. Pushing and shoving is like the kissing. So when you're done pushing and shoving, you have to go like. Just to get consent, uh, my hands are a lethal weapon. Fight consent. Fight yeah. consent. You're like, I am very good at this. Yeah. So they're like, I do not want to do this. And you're like, and that is your choice. We will walk away. Because <laughs> humans yeah. were totally evolved. Yeah. We'll be like, agreed. We'll uh, get there. Good luck finding someone else who wants to battle you who is good at it. Yeah. Marcus of Queensbury. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Queensbury rules. I've all, that's the reason I think fighting obviously intimidates me and makes me nervous. But I don't think getting into a fight scares me as much as the repercussions of getting into a fight. Well, that's stuff that you get with age, that's I feel like. 20, or at least more with age. Like, what? once you get past 25... That's a yeah. great point. It's like physical time, repercussions and then legal stuff. The last time I even threw a punch in public was at a bar when I was 22, hammered. Right. Pushing, shoving, match group of friends. One guy shoved. I didn't like, you know. Yeah. Didn't even result in a fight. Still, the next morning, I was like, if I fucking go off and land that dude and just connect. Yeah. Who's to say he doesn't 
aggravated assault, assault, and then you're just like in jail. Yeah, and that's yeah. to me why like it was always stop. I'm, that's you were ahead of your time. I feel I'm like that's more pussy. something that'll happen now, like ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. I just had seen it where I, uh, imprisonment. Me in prison scares yeah. me so much that I just look at all the ways of like, well, if I hit a guy, that could go. <laughs> right. There's a camera on the corner. Yeah. 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 Well, you have a crazy. Was your story in college, Mike? As roommates, sometimes you tell each other story. You know, we've oh, lived yeah. together for seven years. Uh-huh. So sometimes, or as, sometimes or as Mike says, legal, legal. Yeah, we're, we're common law husbands, right? Civilly yep. <laughs> uh, married. But sometimes a story comes out where you're like, "Oh fuck!" There's that side of you. You know, no, but, uh, I'll say first, like I'm not like a fighter. I'm not. No, a, no, I don't no. like confrontation. Really, I'm not a confrontational guy. But, but you also, train though. But yeah. he's also a divi- he's a former Division One wrestler. Yeah, which listen, he's a modest guy, right? So he'll yeah. be like, "It was I was on the and practice now you're squad." Boxing. I was, so this, 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 I was waiting for the, the good segue. Yeah, because yeah. the last time I was here, yeah, yeah, you know, we were doing a much different podcast. Yeah, oh fuck, it you know, was super it's like, sad. yeah, it's like sober. It's like let's talk about sobriety, and I was yeah. like, the, the part of this podcast came from that. I'm like, nah, I think I just want to talk about the times I was drunk fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about that, and Mike comes out of the room, and he was like a little froggy. He was like, "Come on, yeah, you want to go?" Like, I don't know if you just popped off a couple pushups. Or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, maybe you want to go? Out some fucking <laughs> you looked at me, and you were like, "He'll kill you." Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, his, I'm his fucking promoter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, Mike is uh, super humble. Super, super humble right, guy. So but I, re- I wrestled for one year at Penn State. I I, I did good in uh, in high school okay. for my state. I placed in states. I went to the finals and lost in, in the state finals. So I went to Penn State. I walked on and I, I wrestled for a year. But I took this, Ben Askren, actually, who's a... Who's a Top level wrestler, and, and he didn't fight in the UFC. He fought in the other one, and uh, uh, but he was on Rogan's podcast, and he was actually saying this, and this is really true. The tough thing about Division One wrestling or wrestling in a tough, tough program, it's different than jujitsu, and it's even different than boxing because it's the grind every day. Right. You're in battles every single day in the room, and our room was so tough; it was so high level that the battles were very, very tough. And the grind of it over the a course of a there's no off season in right. that kind of wrestling. You're fighting so every day, every single day, and it's it just wears you down mentally to the point where it's just. I think it just wore me down. And at the end of the year, like I went home for the summer, I came back. I was like, I don't know if I I can't put this much. First of all, I was I was taking a lot of beatings. Yeah, you know what I mean because I wasn't as good as everybody nice. else. And uh, and when I came back the next year, I was like, I can't justify doing this again. I just can't justify it. Like it's, it's so much energy. It's so much work. It's right. so much. It's so much pain that I can't really do this again for another year. Like so, I, like, oh, I didn't so do it a again. Guy at the top that you're never going to catch, and what's the chance? Of, I like, just thought there was going. There was a bunch. Of, yeah, there was that too. It's like I'm never going to start here. I mean, maybe right. when I'm a senior, if right. something happens to somebody, and I've uh, and I've evolved, maybe. I'll get a match or something in, but I'm never going to start at the and that's varsity so level. So much punishment to take yeah, it's for so a much. maybe. Yeah, you just. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, like, even though it's only a year of that, I think that when you're calling someone tough, it's someone that can do things that are uncomfortable for most people. And so I think all wrestlers yeah. are trained. That's why MMA fighters are always like, "Oh, a wrestling background's great," because the training is already right the worst. So you're like, oh, if I do this training, I'll be in shape for fighting. Right. I mean, I think even boxers. How do you get from like the well, boxers? Boxing training is tough long term because of the CTE. CTE. Well, you're just yeah. taking so many. Small yeah, right. shots. you're getting. You it's, know, if you get one for every one concussion you get in a match, you're you're getting five training. Oh, sparring right. and all that stuff. Yeah, right. but I was, I'm talking about cardiovascular, like right. the cardiovascular, like running versus 
you know, boxers have to keep the road work and keep their, their wind up. Right. But it's like wrestlers deplete all of their energy and all of their muscles at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like kind of like that Randy Couture thing where he could like slow his heartbeat down so yeah. he didn't spend his energy. Huh. It's like boxers are like pistons. They're just yeah. like fire, 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 stop. Right. Fire, but like wrestlers are like. Wrestling are kind of like that like too. A fucking freight ship. But wrestling is like that too. It's like you start training differently when I was. When I got and I did a little bit in high school, but I would do that thing where it's like you sprint and then jog and then sprint and then jog and then sprint and just do that for a long instead of just like a long run. Okay, sprint and jog is better because that's what wrestling is like. It's like struggle, struggle, struggle. You're back, relaxed, setting stuff up. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Back, relaxed. And boxing is kind of like that too, where it's uh. like you have these flurries where you you need to call on that energy and you need to have that. So that's it's better to actually train that interval training type thing so you're boxing how long have you been training boxing now no I I, I don't do I oh, did it for a little boxing. bit with a bunch of like with like Keith Robinson and Rachel oh, okay. and Marina so that was from a, the cellar. sort of a little bit of a hang it was a hang but it was it was actually very very tough it reminded me of, of wrestling a little okay. bit in terms of like moving from the exercises being very very tough it being very cardiovascular and us moving from one thing to another oh, okay. now granted it's like training us like we're not professional fighters he was but the guy who was training us Steve Frank was a professional fighter right. so he was giving us that kind of a training right. obviously with some safeguards we weren't sparring of doing anything like that of but um man but, it would have yeah. been great if he just took the restrictions off and he goes <laughs> You guys are going bare knuckle. <laughs> Marina, Rachel, get in the ring. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're going until one of you drops. <laughs> Stadium rules. Nobody leaves. But, yeah. but Will Sylvance was the guy most into it. I think he still goes, and I think yeah. Marina still goes. Oh, so, I've, uh, so basically what you're saying is I could probably take you now. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 John, I've seen his. I've seen, if Mike gets you to the ground, it's a problem. Yeah. You're gonna have a couple of opportunities shoot to shoot. If he shoots on you and you do not sprawl, these are also our uh, our electric bill conversations every month. I have to say that in the mirror before I go out there. I go, if that sprawls, you son of a bitch, tall, beanie son of a bitch. Uh, Funny. So so okay. So you're not training anymore. No, I'm not training anymore. For anything. Just no, no, no. Of, just I, wor- I'm working out to stay in good shape. And okay. I, I, I want to stay like, there's something about, I want to, I, you know, I go to hot yoga and try to, because it'll loosen my body. My body's very tight. <laughs> so I'll go, to, I'll go to hot yoga. and But I also like need to, people are like, you should just do nothing but hot yoga. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I need to lift because my body, like, my testosterone I'm getting older my testosterone is going down yeah. so lifting weights I can feel my testosterone that's go up that's the scientific up. explanation but you also want to look good in the mirror I want to look good and I want to feel I don't thing. know it's probably wrong to say nowadays but I want to feel like a man like I want to feel yeah, strong yeah no, for sure you know and what I mean like it's hyper mirror. masculine yeah. yeah but no there is a thing of like when you have I, I've been eating like shit like the past month uh-huh. and like not working out as much and you do start to be like come on man yeah, piece of shit. Oh, dude, I was. But when you work out, you're like, <laughs> and that's probably the testosterone. Like, yeah. there's probably not yeah. much difference how you look physically after a week of going to the gym. But you and feel not it instantly. The third bowl of cereal at two a.m. Yes. yes, but like, so you don't look crazy different. But you feel much fucking different in the yeah. way you're. You know, your back's a little straighter, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm moping around like I fucking lost my child. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> it, it really does. Like, mm, ice yeah. cream. it really affects your depression and <laughs> it sure. affects my depression and mood. For two years, but Dan has a great. Uh, 
Dan has a great thing for um, pigging out at night and then going to the gym the next day, and I'll see him after the gym. Yeah. I'm like, what's up? What did you just do? Oh, yeah. It's, I always be like, oh, just went, for the brec- just went and got breakfast at the gym, a little iron <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> because it's always, it's mocking, it's somewhat mocking The Rock, if you yeah. follow his Instagram posts. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, dude. Uh, Shane Gillis and I will go over, like, Shane Gillis makes fun of The Rock's post, but I see why, but it's like, stomping <laughs> and, and, you know, like, clacking and racking and you're like alright yeah I get it so Mike will see me and I'll feel like shit and I'll be stoned on the couch just eating candy at like 2 in the morning and I'll yeah. be like don't worry dude I'm gonna have an iron breakfast you go to bed fucking rest assured I will be up in the morning just fucking clanging and banging clanging and banging <laughs> but it's not it's just me trying to keep the weed tits off yeah that's, that's it, it. That's no, but what is it's something for dinner and iron for breakfast I know. sugar for dinner Iron for breakfast. <laughs> but it, it, it really is just to like, even at 35, just to maintain a somewhat like not respectable, yeah. not morphing to your father. Dude, yeah. Not I'm that not, you knew what his body looked like. Yeah. Um, I think he was already cashing out around my age. I think he was turning his chips around my age. Wow. This, to- this podcast turned. Yeah. I, the Dead Dad like, Podcast? I go, he's trying to get me to fight you. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do. This is about crimes. This I is get, what you sick fucks do. I, can I, I can get Dan to fight. Um, yeah. The Niners are looking pretty bad this year. He's watching. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you fight. this. The only time I've legitimately been worried about fighting someone yeah. was during when the 49ers from 2011 to 2014 got pretty good again. Yeah. And this, so did the Seattle Seahawks. Just yeah. Oh, back when, back when Colin was standing for the anthem? Yeah. Who's a proud patriot? Uh, <laughs> dude, he, um, like there was a Seahawks fan at a bar one time and this guy was just fucking mouthing it. And I was like, I could just kick the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> and then it was like, I was drinking still. Yeah. And that's wherever the, uh-huh. that was like. Yeah? Huh? I start talking like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you're gonna fucking do? Guys <laughs> friends, the yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking <laughs> real tough guy over there. Huh? Because that Seahawks fan is just it probably supported his team, but yeah. they have no idea the intricate ties that Soder has to the Niners and where that, that, that ties directly to his father yeah, and the, emo- the emotions the that, he will be, that he'll be punching that guy with will be like just his Dude, father all this rage that guy's face if you were like this go tell your dad like a fucking dog on the ball and just kidding I'm fucking coming you guys like and then I'm fucking locked up talking to Mike behind one of those glasses. I was like, yeah, dude. I was, he was wearing a Russell Wilson jersey, too. <laughs> like, but he's like... You're locked up, and it ends with you in the fucking bullpen with the yeah. guy with the fucking Seahawks jersey going, nice fucking shirt, bro. Yeah, I'm all, it's But this table is still our coffee table. Because it's so good to punch. <laughs> it's such a good... I'll tell you where the sweet spots are. You don't want to hit in here. Those are the shelves. That rattles everything. What you want to do is you want to come down on a on fucking... the corner? Bam! Right here yeah. on the corner of the leg if you can get it. And uh, Vecchiano will just be in his room and I'll be watching the Niners and you'll just hear like... Wham! Wham! And I'll be like, fucking defense. <laughs> like, My sister came, visited a few weeks ago and uh, the Niners are... 
you know, not they're having, a good, good, they're not having team, a good year. Team, yeah. So there's no playoff contention or anything. Sure. Like he's, that we're at the door to come in and we hear Dan like punching the table. Yeah. And my, my sister is like, wow, Dan really, uh, <laughs> Dan really likes the Niners. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Yeah. yeah, because Dan, Dan, he knows he's being a psycho. And he's like, hey, how are you guys? You know what I mean? Like as soon as they come in, like he'll switch. He turns it off. There's been a no girlfriend 49er rule for a good seven years. Oh man. Because it's just like, I, I had one girl that so I was like dating. A married this is great, actually. This is Julia that I was dating. Oh, well, that's the, no, no, are you the, about the Danny? The Danny story, yeah. Uh, well, this girl, Julia, I was dating. She was a Giants fan, and she was like, I'll come over and watch the Giants-Niners game. She left at halftime. <laughs> the Giants were running, and she's like, I gotta go. She lived in the neighborhood. I was like, you're not home. And she's like, yeah, I can't do this. I, I don't know. <laughs> you're angry. I'm a casual fan. Yeah, I'm just looking I'm like, for a way to spend I'm time like, with you. Well, uh, maybe Eli shouldn't be such a pussy. And she's like, I gotta go. I'm gonna get out of here. I had a long-term girlfriend, and and uh, Vecchione came home and there was a hole in the door. Yeah. And he's like, what happened? The bathroom door. In the bathroom door, there's yeah. just a hole, you know, a fist-sized hole in the yeah. door. A little tribute to The Shining. Yeah. You know, I like, I'm a Nicholson fan. <laughs> so I tell him that uh, my my ex and I, my ex lived in White Plains and uh, she's, you know, she was the first really hot girl that I dated. Yeah. And they live by a different so set of... So you put up with a little more shit. Yeah. They, they live with a different set of rules. So I... It was her birthday, so she came with me on the road to Texas, and I paid for everything. Yeah, because that's it was her birthday, and so there's that caveat. And she's on the road, and I'm her boyfriend, so there's a lot of stuff. So I take her, and uh, I basically do a week on the road for free, yeah. just to pay for this trip. Yeah. Uh, the next week, you described every week I ever have with my family. <laughs> you see a picture of me with my family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we funny. went to England. It was like I can come back with four hundred bucks, or I can put fifteen hundred on my credit card. Let's, yeah. Go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Why come back in the black? Yeah. So um, you know, it's a birthday celebration. So the next week, I uh, I'm working in Tampa. 49ers are good. They're playing the Seahawks. It's Sunday night football. Uh, the ticket sales were bad on a Sunday. Uh-huh. So somehow we worked out the deal where I, I went down there for the same money Thursday to Saturday as opposed to Thursday to Sunday. So I don't have to be there Sunday night. I'm excited. I fly home because I'm going to watch the Niner game. It's like a big game. It's uh-huh. a really big game in the season. Uh, I order pizza. I get home around 4 o'clock. I talk to my girlfriend and she's like, my grandma and my best friend are coming over for birthday cake. And I'm like, that's awesome. I have such a good time. And she's like, so you're not coming over? And I was like, well, the Niners are playing at eight. She's like, so you're going to pick a football game over my birthday? And I hit her with the, I took you to Texas for a week for your birthday. She's like, so that's it. It just, <laughs> oh. it just starts. The fight yeah. just starts where it's like, well, you know, I think I was a pretty good boyfriend. I don't think I really owe you. St-. And she's like, so you just, football means more to you than me. And I'm like, no, but this game means more to you than this backup birthday party. And she's yeah. like, oh, that's that. And then it's just like screaming, walking back and forth yeah. until she catches me with something where I'm in front of the door to the bathroom and I just let one go. Like, Wham! And I'm like, what the fuck? No, oh, she hit me with a, stop yelling at me and I'm like this is yelling this is yelling this is fucking yelling went up there at halftime there's not a more defeating feeling I've been beat up when I was a teenager I've been beat up 
There is not a more defeating feeling than getting in your girlfriend's RAV4 and her hu- side-hugging you, going, you're the best boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just been shot in the, like, punched in the face multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sit her and, and, like, squeeze you from the side, and you're like... <sighs> and the breath just goes... <sighs> as it leaves. <laughs> fucking cake. But I love the, um, don't you want to have cake with my Nana? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, do you not want to have cake with my grandma and my friend? And you're like... I want to watch the fucking 49er game. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think if we're learning anything from this episode is if you want to fight me, just shit talk the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll come for you. <laughs> we'll break the streak. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Vecchione told me a story. That was what I was trying to say at the beginning before I was fucking going over his resume like I'm his fight promoter. Yeah, <laughs> you were fucking his promoter that day, boy. Dude, but he has this uh, story about when he was... Were you in college? I was in college, but I was... Uh, home for the summer and uh we we went to this bar that we all used to go to underaged it was down the street from my house it was real close to where we used to live so uh, we used to go there underage and um and then now it's a few years later it's not it's the bar changed ownership and we go back there and it's me it's my best friend it's my girl at the time and my sister. So we're all at the bar and we don't know anybody. I thought I figured we'd know people and everything, but we don't know anybody anymore. It's a different place now. Yeah, so we yeah, just, yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, this, that night is, sucks. this is a good place to have drinks as yeah, any, you know? Yeah. So it's just us. And my sister's like, oh, I don't really feel like being here. I want to go home. And I drove. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll take you home. I'll just come back because it's like right. not that far. So I took my sister home. I came back. My girlfriend's crying. And look what's wrong. And she can't even like tell me what's wrong. So my best friend's like, these guys over there, like, I think they called her fat. They called her a pig or something. or Called her fat or a pig, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my friend is like, he's snapping at them. Yeah. He's like snapping at the guys. So we, the bouncer sees my friend snapping at them and he throws us out. He yeah. throws us out. So we. Uh, they must be the regs. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we get thrown out, and uh, my friend's like, I'm sorry, what are you going to do? You know, wh- what do you, you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, uh, no, nothing. You did great, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. <laughs> I do appreciate you doing that, you know, taking up like that. So why don't you just go home, and uh, I'm going to take her home. And he's like, okay. So I, she's crying. Mm-hmm. So I take, she points out, the, she did point out the guys before we, I was like, who was it? And she points out the guys before we left. And my friend, that's my friend starts jawing with them and then we get thrown out. So I tell him to go home. I run her home because I figure I'm going to come back. I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. There's more. There's a lot of them. There's more than one of them. I know that. (laughs) So I, the worst thing is to take a beating in front of your girl. Yeah. I was completely ready to take a beating. So I was like, the worst thing is to take a beating in front of her. So I drove her back and then came back and then cut the lights of my car and just sat there and waited for them to come out. And then when they came out, I just attacked them i attacked him and i'm like here so and I, I was doing now, actually did you say anything when you walked up and attacked i was like him? what's up and then i just went like that i just went nice. what's up and then i just like start throwing because i didn't want it to be a big talk how many guys conversation it was two okay together so then but they were with more so it was two and i and the one guy was kind of trying to because i was going after one yeah. and then the other guy was trying to break it up so then i started swinging on him and then and then a, bu- a bunch of people rush to the front of the bar, and I'm like, "Here it comes!" I'm about to get you know, I'm about to get stomped. Yeah. And uh, and then, but they were being super diplomatic. Right. They were like trying to control me. 
like trying to, I'm like, oh, this, because I never acted crazy before. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, wow, this is, has an effect where people like are really trying to like subdue you. Uh-huh. But then I heard sirens after a while and I was like, I got to get out of here. So then I, I jumped in my car. So and, did you get a, did you get a few good ones? In a few, I got a few, I got a few in. That was, it's, I'm surprised that like you didn't, it was very much. Thought out and meticulous. Dude, that's yeah. the part like, that makes not, me laugh, and not fucking the part that makes me laugh the most. That's Cut the so lights. psychotic. Is the light cutting? <laughs> the light the cutting. Of him just gripping a steering wheel yeah. being, and breathing through his nose, like. Yeah. <laughs> what always, movie did you see that inspired that fucking scene? No, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, all right, well, I mean, we're thrown out, so and but I can't. I can't, can't take this, go. I can't take this kind of yeah, loss. It's not, it's not I can't going take down, this kind of loss. Up. She's crying. Yeah. Somebody called her a pig. Yeah, I can't send let a that message. go. Yeah, I can't let message. that go. It's it's for my own yeah. well being. It's for selfish reasons. It's for but my own well being. You know? Chatter of you just in your car working yeah. out all these thoughts, being comfortable yeah. with the fact that you're going to get the shit kicked out, like the fucking Iceman. Yeah, like Richard Kuklinski. That is Iceman. You're just like. And it's the thought of a guy like me coming out and lighting a camel light that has nothing to do with the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Mike's just, Mike oh. knows it's not me, you know? And I'm just yeah. like, out front, like, this bitch said I can't do it on the sofa. I'm like, suck my dick. Uh, I'm like, the door shuts and it's back to Mike just being like, <laughs> and then they come out and he's like, it's time. And then the, you know, like the uh, boop, boop. You got the fucking movie, the, the drive views in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inside getting a beer, like, whoa! You're being played by the guy who gets stabbed and screamed the first scream. It's like, oh, come on, man! You were a little deep! So that's the worst. It's the worst to, like, I knew, like, if I have to take a beating, I don't want it to make the night worse. I took a beating in front of my girl. very calculated. I used to live in Washington Heights, and when I was dating. I don't want to mention her name, yeah. but I was dating a girl for years, and what I, I would always do, because I was park at this gas station, there was no parking in Washington, at the end of the street, and there's a bunch of clubs and stuff down there, I was on Dykeman, and uh, so I would drop her off, we'd do a key, before she had the keys to my place, key exchange, go let yourself in, bring the keys back, and then I would go park, and then I would walk myself back, because it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want her to walk, obviously, it's easier, more convenient, but yeah. also... If I'm walking with her and one of these drunk guys, yeah. these drunk street guys, go, says something to her as we're walking. You have to fight now. Now it's on. You right. know what I mean? So why not alleviate that situation? Just drop her off, come back. And if somebody says something to me, I can either choose to let it go or make an issue out of it. Right. This is something to her. It's like, all right, now it's kind of a thing. We and talk- you could be in a bad, bad situation that way. Like, fortunately, that one situation worked out. Right. But it could be a, a very bad situation in terms of like so, getting kicked into a coma. The last fight you had was that fight. That was uh, that wasn't you wrestling. I mean, like the last. Like, now, re- I'll tell you what. I took a worse beating in wrestling. I, I tell the story. Of course, I told it, Dan. I was uh, there was a guy who was he was a he was an all American a, a two a two time two or three time all American and there was a guy in our room who was a freshman who was an Ohio State champ and he was pushing Ohio State he was champ pushing this so guy legitimate for it's unreal he was pushing this guy for his spot this uh-huh. guy was a two time all American and the freshman the, the freshman guy was pushing him for his spot like yeah and so this kid was the the all American was like the older kid the upper class was on a like a, a terror he's like I'm not letting this fucking guy take my spot so he worked out with me one day and just 
Fucking. beat me to the point I was I've never had this happen to me before where I was beaten up he was physically manhandling me to the point where I was in tears oh my god I was in tears because he was throwing it wasn't like a technique thing yeah. he was throwing me around physically to the point where I couldn't do anything about it I right. mean it's like getting tossed by a shark <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in the ocean I mean I've not had anything near that but if you've ever played football and gone against someone that's just dominating that's, you that's just dominated I got dominated by this kid that went to Nebraska, not in that way, but in a way where he would grab my chest plate on my shoulder pads and throw me on the ground with one hand, pick me up and slam me back down. And you're and like, you got to like, get up for the next play. Yeah, it's like being manhandled by a grizzly bear, but that yeah. sounds worse yeah. because it's like, sweet. It feels so yeah. personal. And well, like, he's putting all the extra pepper on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 But you have the rage inside of you still, yeah. but it's not translating it's not to power yeah. that's mm-hmm. going to do. Your power has nothing. So at some point, the chemistry turns into the estrogen. Yeah. Just <laughs> that's really there. true. Yeah. It's like, it's just tears rolling down your face like a, like a child. Well, but, but the reason I asked was that the last fight you've got in was the one in the street. When was the last time you got in a street fight? Like where you went up to that guy and was like, you, kong, kong, and like started nah, swinging. Nah, that's not but the bad. thing is, Every day you're living the possibility of a fight playing out and sort of prepping for it. Like, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm at the gym, yeah, in my mind, I'm training and it's for the testosterone, it's for my health. But I'm also yeah. like, if I fight this guy, this is what's happening. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So your size I'm never up. It's like the, the Terminator. Right, you got, right. You're scanning you them know? like the Terminator, and that's what you were doing when you t- took your girl home and you parked there and you're waiting. You're your Terminator in the parking yeah, yeah, lot right like, there. It could have been red vision. Yeah, with all the things. Yeah, I I'll do a thing where if I'm in the subway and I have like a bump a dust up with someone like yeah. like that, I immediately go to like okay, if this turns, to, I just fucking hit their head off the fucking wall. Yeah, and then I just come at them because I'm a big headbutt proponent. The last thing I got into at that bar, I fucking went. Yeah. When you miss a headbutt. Head I'd butt always head. wear my hat backwards at the uh, bar because you could headbutt someone yeah. if they got in close on oh, you. I'll tell you this, though. A missed headbutt, you feel pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to fight, fight headbutting a guy as a kid, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. This is all like kid shit. But, like, you know, I was 17 and, you know, some guy was. Uh, Shooting his mouth off, and I just grabbed him, fucking boom, boom, and pumped him with headbutts, <laughs> and at a party. So now I'm the headbutt guy, right? Yeah. Everybody's like, "Oh, fucking headbutt him!" Yeah. So then I went to headbutt a guy <laughs> later on that was like six inches taller than me, oh, yeah. no. and fucking totally. I must. I hit him somehow, like on the the angle of hitting him, hitting his head. He just shook it off. I said, like, "What the fuck?" I'm like semi concussed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like around the street. Oh, I missed that one. You just hear that yeah. noise. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. What's that? That hurt you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hurt you. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> if you, if you know, I hit a running back like that one time in high school playing football. I fucking hit a guy. Big Samoan dude, and he was like a Jerome Bettis type running back. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hit him, and I got up to go back to the huddle. I was like, "Let's stop!" And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, "Nothing's working right." Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Football is the, the worst. It's like football is you a have that. Game. Well, I did it on a kickoff return where I, it's like I hit this guy. We were scrimmaging, and I I hit a guy from our. You know, I was like, it was an inner squad scrimmage so it was from our team and it was a it was good contact on both parts but he got up like talking shit and my yeah. bell was so rung I was like what's the cheapest what's the cheapest move you've ever pulled in a fight oh my God. what's the dirtiest oh, move that's a good question um, I remember wrestling a buddy of mine in my living room or maybe it's his living room but like but we were wrestling like we're buddies yeah. we were just like fucking getting the upper hand and he fucking fish hooked me and I was like you yeah, fucking that's... dirty cocksucker this is a fucking 
We're friends. Yeah, you know, I paid you, for the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are you doing this? Um, oh, the dirt. I, I, I broke a bottle over a guy's face. Yeah, that's dirty. And then um, and felt fucking horrible about it. And then after I broke, I remember this was me. This is when I was flirting with not drinking anymore. Okay. And uh, and I remember sitting down with my buddies. Like, have a head full of AA, but I'm not quitting yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, I don't want to fucking fight anymore. I don't want to drink anymore, dude. I just want I love you guys. I just want to have a good time, bro. Peace and love, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three beers later, some guy bumps my friend once <laughs> and then bumps her twice. And I just went, that's enough. Boom! And I licked him. And I, when it broke, he just came up all bloodied. And I was, I was, I was in shock yeah. that I hit him and he was bloodied. And he goes to lunge at me and my buddy Pat who is like a lifelong bouncer. It's got a fucking knot in his head the size of an eight ball. Yeah. <laughs> just grabbed him and fucking ground the glass into his cheek where I just popped him. Oh, fuck. And oh. I, wow. It was fucking havoc in that club. Yeah. Wow. And so, because my friend worked at the club, the bouncers were like, get out the back door. Fuck. So we got away with that one. And I remember I was at a, I was at another bar. Like the na- we went back to the neighborhood bar and we were doing coke off the toilet. And I was explaining to another buddy, I was like, oh man, I just feel so bad for fucking bottling that guy. <laughs> he fucking ran on the line and he goes, dude, I'm telling you, your jaw's going I'm back sure. and forth. You go, I really, I fucking, I fucking feel bad, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he, honest, came up, he, he probably like, came up off the line, got, right? Yeah, dude, but you know what? Probably, you're giving that guy a good story. Dude, you are not fucking far up. Yeah, dude, he comes up the line. Coke talk is the worst. You did him a favor, bro. You yeah. probably saved his life. I <laughs> swear. Coke energy is at all costs. Uh, 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 so that was probably the dirtiest fucking move. Yeah, dude. Coke energy is like the spread offense of socializing. Where it's like, <laughs> forward. No, sideways. Where he's like, yeah, dude. And I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> years from now, I'll probably shake your hand. Uh, Dude, that's fucking. That's a dirty. I mean, a bottle breaking is a dirty move. Yeah, that, well, I that's felt, something that gets put you in. You of, get put in jail for that. Yeah, that's one like, of the dirtiest, or probably one of the dirtiest moves I ever did was in, in hockey. I was a yeah. goalie, and there's this guy. We were playing this team, Keswick. We fucking hated this town, yeah. and they're just such bastards, right? And they're putting us out last game. Like we're about to get eliminated for the playoffs. It's so one dude. He's got two goals already. He's coming in for the hat trick. Thirteen seconds left, and like it's. The game is fucking over, right? Over. This guy's trying to run up the score on okay. us. And I'm like, fuck this. And we're in our home arena. It's fucking full. I'm like, fuck this. I take my goalie stick, just throw it into the corner. And he's on a clear-cut breakaway from their blue line, head down. I'm like, he's done. I just start skating as fast as I can, catch him at our blue line, one punch with the blocker. <laughs> right on the jaw. Knock him out cold. He's fucking <laughs> unconscious. Holy shit. Like, he pretty much did a fucking flip. Like, it was like a cartwheel or something. Yeah. And he fucking slid all the way into the corner, and he's out. And I'm like, here we go. Bench brawl, right? <laughs> yeah. And no one did anything. Like, the arena just went silent. And I'm like... <laughs> so uh, it was so awkward. I've never... Like, I'm like... <laughs> did, did, did this as a group that went, oh. It was, yeah, it was exactly like that. I just heard my I just heard my brother and, and our friend in the crowd. They're the only guys cheering, right? I look at my... Hilarious. Look at my dad. He's like Lee Trevino and Happy Gilmore, just shaking his head. Like you were like alone. Woo! You fucking did it, bud. Yeah. You knocked him the fuck out, the- dude. That is that is so hilarious because that guy in his head. Went from being like, here we go. Oh, Dreams of a hat trick. What the fuck? And he looked up right body. at that. Oh, yeah. Did was... he get up and try to fight you? No, he's no. done. Like, yeah. they wouldn't let us shake hands they at the end of the, the series. Oh, like, it was. Dude, sports, dirty moves. <laughs> we so lost. Funny. We lost this game where we were like, we were coming back. Like, my high school was down. 
and we were coming back on a division rival and it like we got within like five and then our offense turned the ball over so we knew we were going to lose they were just about to run out the clock so we thought they were going to kneel but they were running the ball it's kind of like an extra fuck you just just being pricks yeah just being pricks and I was playing linebacker and I tried punching the fucking ball out you know as I I got a tackle and I tried fucking punching the ball under and the guy's not doing it so I stick my thumb right in his taint <laughs> like, just jam it, dude. It was his face mask. His face mask was like on my shoulder, right? Yeah, and he's on top of me, and because oh, I, I was trying to punch the ball in it, so I went around and did that. And you just heard this dude go, "Hey, man! Hey, what the fuck?" Like, hey, man, like this guy got a finger on my balls, man. And I'm like, yeah, fucking, yeah, I got him. Like, hey, he's like, 42 I got you, forty-two. And I was like, yeah. I kept giving him a thumbs up. I was like, yeah. And I was like, that's such a dirty. Oh, I yeah. like a WWF bad guy. That's a greasy move. Uh, yeah, you could have been a good bar fighter, man. I don't. Yeah, dude. If, uh, you threw it away. I threw it away on fucking restraining myself <laughs> yeah. through the fear of legal reper- repercussions. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, I thumbed the bouncer in the eye, but that was, uh, that was, that was not. That was not. I was getting choked out, and yeah. that was not like a one-on-one fight. That was a move of desperation. I, um, uh, if you go on YouTube, I have a story. Like I did a thing on this not happening about getting robbed by a drug dealer, but the um, well, getting robbed when I lived with a drug dealer. But the guy that set us up. This is the closest. I, I haven't been in a fight since, like, an actual one-on-one fight. I think since middle school or high school. Thank you for sparing us that. Yeah, so I'm not gonna fucking step. <laughs> in I was in a fight in grade eight. It's like, yeah, oh, so it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah. was high school fights ago. are fine though. Yeah, that's yeah, all. Like, yeah, high school. You, the, high school. Yeah, high school. All right. You but I'm not gonna waste time with that. Yeah. But we we got. I lived with a drug dealer. We got robbed, and we figured out the kid that set us up was this kid that he owed uh, the Philly mob a lot of money on gambling. Didn't pay it, and then the mob's like, "Well, we're the mob. We'll fucking murder you and your family." So this guy set up a bunch of drug dealers, uh, Dad, and we got robbed. And I knew uh, through the grapevine or whatever. That's the train. Yeah, Vecchio <laughs> and I are doing pretty good. We live by the <laughs> live under the train. Uh, like fucking uh, Bill Gates. Uh, this is enough house for me. Yeah, we're Warren Buffett. <laughs> we're gonna stay That's in the it, house. Buffett. That's yeah, it. We're gonna stay in the house that made us who we are. <laughs> I go in. I go into this popular bar in Tucson, and this guy was like a real sleazy asshole. He was. Uh, 25, hanging out with like 20, 21 year old Oh, that guy. Exactly. Yeah. Trying to, bang, trying to bang the freshman girls. Yes, exactly. Taking him out. He was just a fucking fat, greasy son David of a bitch. Busters? Yeah, no, he, but this one girl came over to our house. Hot. We hung out with him and this girl that he was fucking, and she was like this hot blonde that went to, I went to Arizona, so this yeah. is University of Arizona. And she's like, I'm not joking. She said the sentence, he bought me diamonds. It was like that kind of guy. Yeah. 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 Suck my fat, greasy dick. <laughs> so this guy, uh, we get robbed. My roommate, Dating tips. Yeah. My roommate moves to Miami. I'm by myself. Uh, I'm doing summer school so I can graduate in the fall. And I go into the bar and I see this dude hitting on a girl. And so I just go up to the bar and I go, what's up, you fat fuck? And he's like... Oh, he goes, what's up? He like tries, and I go, you gotta act like you didn't set me and Amir up? Like you gotta act like you didn't set us up? Yeah. And he's like, man, fuck you. People have been saying that. I didn't set shit up. I just, you know, just starts doing that. And I go, you fucking, and I'm hammered. I'm like, you fucking fat liar. You're gonna lie to me, you know? And he's like, man, fuck you. You think I set you up? And I was drinking a highball of rum and coke. A highball of rum and coke. And I'm drinking it. And he goes, do you want to go outside and fucking finish this? 
And I go, I would love to. And I fucking down the rest of my rum and coke, and the thought went through my head, do I just pop them right here? Yeah. I got one good shot. This is before The Departed yeah. came out. So I was like, this is a real Departed shot. Yeah. But I'm like, no, no, no. I might actually get this guy. And I've been working out, fantasizing yes. about yeah. what I want to do. So Dreaming. This, this is this is all coming together. Visualization. Visualization. I put the drink down, and I go, I would love to. And so we... It was weird, man. It was the closest I'll ever have to a fight presser because we're walking from the bar to the front door and we're talking shit to each other. Yeah. We're talking and I'm like, you fat fuck. I'm going to kick the fuck out of you. You know what I'm going to fucking do to you? And he's like, oh, fuck you, man. He's just talking shit. Right <laughs> when we get to the door, he looks at the bouncer and he goes, this guy has a knife and he's going to stab me. And fucking bouncer, forearm. Ah, what a slime ball. He did that to you. Oh, fuck. And so you said I the, I, the thumb of the bouncer made me think because this bouncer got his forearm under my jaw to the point where yeah. you can't talk. We're like, ah, yeah. ah, and he's like, he's like, no, man, fucker, don't move. Don't move. Be cool. We got to search you. This guy says you have a knife. I was like, oh, I'm trying to fight that guy. I'm like trying to explain it. And this guy. That's a coward move, eh? he's talking shit, goes around the corner into the parking lot. Left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, definitely. I mean, right. Like, knew what he was going to do. Just That's a out. wicked move. This guy has a knife and he's going to stab me. And this fucking guy. He's like the Burger King laughing his dude, ass off. And, like, dude. and I was like, that was me. Seriously coughing me like, Ugh. No, I'm supposed to fight him. And they go, man, you know, the bouncers are like these big ass Mexican dudes from Tucson. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. We're just trying to clear up this college bar. Like, yeah, I make $10 fuck an hour. Dude. Yeah, fuck yeah. you. Get out of here. I get yelled at by women waiting in line in high heels. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck. And then I caught his little brother at a bar yeah. like two months later and I, I cornered his brother. And then that was that feeling of like, what am I doing? This yeah. Kid, this right. kid. You know, yeah. I was like, your brother fucking wants to, you know, he's like, dude, my brother's a piece of shit. I don't fucking That's like what it. It's yeah. so often is the point, like the brother's just like a, a studious, nice That's boy. That's what he was. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what he was. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. more like, ah, dude, my brother, I almost said his name, but he's like, yeah, you know, he doesn't speak for a family. He's like, Chris, Chris sucks and, uh, and I'm sorry and fuck, please leave me alone. And uh, that kid, Nick, was like a nice kid. And I was yeah. Like, Man, I ain't gonna fucking hold you to this. Chris and Nick, Denver, do your homework. Not Denver. I'll, t- I'll give you a fucking DM me. I'll give you their phone. I, I do a little check in. Uh, I'm not in the gym fantasizing about catching them now, fatter and greasier. You might have been a step ahead Fuck, of me. I went ten steps ahead of you now. <laughs> Count them on, Cristo, motherfuckers. I've been waiting for this. But Dan, did you have a knife? <laughs> no, not at all, man. This guy kicked me in the stomach. That's for hash, bro. This guy, yeah. this guy kicked me in the stomach. He was in grade six, and I was in grade two. I checked him up on Facebook to see if I could kick his ass. Today Did and I, I was like, no, I couldn't. <laughs> this is the one you gotta let go. Of. No, All right. Right. This guy's like, it's deep enough where I'm like, do I hire a private eye? Yeah. In order just to track him. Yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. Oh yeah. And, and yeah. then just book a gig, book a gig in his city. And then just fucking take a nice Thursday afternoon. Then you're sitting in your by. fucking car waiting oh, for him to come out. Yeah, lights <laughs> off, breathing, holding the steering wheel. So, so I did something similar in the summer. There's this fucking kid. This is way more petty, though. Yeah. <laughs> There's this little fucking bastard in high school. He's a high school kid, and he's got a dirt bike, and he's just ripping around my neighborhood on the fucking dirt bike, always waking up my kids. Okay. And he fucking comes by at least four times a day. And I'm like, you little pecker. And I can hear the fucking bike what? coming. <laughs> Yeah, and my straight. wife's like, you got to fucking do something about this. I'm like, yeah, I fucking do. I'm like, what am I going to fucking do? I don't have a dirt bike. Yeah. So I go, I fucking take the car and I fucking.
fucking position it in the driveway because I know he's going to be coming around the corner. And like I'm like, the second he comes around, I'm just going to hammer the fucking horn on him and scare yeah. the shit oh, out of this fucking whoa. kid. And I'm, si- and I'm sitting there with a fucking beer in my car in my yeah. driveway, like the biggest piece of shit. Like right. I'm like, what am I fucking doing? Because yeah. <laughs> like he's he's obviously not coming by. Like I heard it, and then I'm so I'm keep every time I hear the bike, I'm like, I gotta go out to the car. Yeah, the car with a beer, just put it in the fucking holder. Like, Here we go. The big to do list. Yeah. I, I, I never got the guy, but it's like I thought Dude. for sure. Like this I'll was like this, the right. That's t- you know. a yeah. summer of 2019 yeah. plan. Yeah. If this kid's still on that dirt bike, <laughs> if, I think his dad took the dirt bike away from him. He was getting other complaints, maybe. Right. But like right. I'm like keeping my eye open. Oh, dude, he, his dad saved him. Because <laughs> I'll tell you this: you honk at him, that kid goes over the bar. This is jogging yeah. so many memories of just being a scumbag teenager. Oh, we tied yeah. fishing lure from. Uh, from one lamppost to the other lamppost across the street, <laughs> just caught a biker right in the chest. Oh, oh my God. There's this kid, Dirt yeah. Bike Johnny. Dirt Bike Johnny in my fucking neighborhood. He used to ride the fucking dirt bike. Same neighborhood. I live in the yeah. neighborhood yeah. that I grew up in. I bought a house there. And I fucking used to hear him go, like, coming across. And this is where just kids, right? We're like, oh, here comes Johnny. He's having the fucking time of his life gunning the dirt bike. And there's these boards across the ditch that he'd drive across. I'm like, boys, take away the fucking boards. <laughs> he'd be coming along and he'd fall for this every time. And he just <laughs> Hit the fucking ditch like and go flying over it, like flying right over the fucking handlebars, and wow. we're, we could have killed the fucking yeah, kid. Like really, but we're sitting in our treehouse laughing, like watching yeah. this go down. That's it's super just... fun until he shows up in a halo, <laughs> yeah. and he goes, "Hey guys, do you know who took the boards out?" I like how this escalates. Really nice this yeah. escalates into a murder podcast. <laughs> I go, guys, we can do it. Guys, we can actually do it. <laughs> the new name of the podcast is "What Did You Do with the Body." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we go into your home, we get you super one, comfortable, hit the lights, and then we get you to admit of a life you took when you were in high school, and the internet wasn't around, so you got away with it. Everything in my neighborhood, we should have them come in here and fix our floorboard. Every incident I have in my neighborhood regards like some douchebag like motorized vehicle, I was almost got hit, almost got T-boned by a guy in a yeah. snowmobile the other day. I'm, Jesus. Yeah, I'm trying oh, to, oh my Canadian God. Yeah, it's so Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're coming in yeah. I got my toque on, uh, I'm outside. I'm trying to turn left and he's coming up a sidewalk on a snowmobile and and like he like has to fucking hammer on the brakes and like he he would have hit me like yeah. uh, and I'm like I'm yelling at him I got my window up I'm like what the fuck am I doing he's yelling at me he's got a helmet on dude yelling at a helmit I'm giving him the mitten hilarious <laughs> as you watch the steam build and you're like I can't hear you and he flips the lid and all the yells come out like, what am I thinking here Tyler's yeah. telling me it's, he's got some really funny like super fucking uber Canadian stories um, <laughs> tell him the story about the the hockey game. Uh, oh, in the hotel. this is my, what am I? The the hotel one. The hotel one. Okay, so th- this oh, is the other one. either or. They're both okay. There's there's great. two there's two good ones. Uh, the, these uh, these were told to me, but uh, they're re- involving people that like I yeah. I do know or I know of. It's one Canadian townie shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's these two two guys and or these two couples, like yeah. wife and husband, uh, and there's wife swamping. But okay. the one guy oh. and the one other wife, they st- they keep fucking after it's the, all after swap. it's you know been you know they, yeah it's over they hit right it off. yeah yeah and so they're they're sneaking around now and then things devolve and 
both couples get divorced and everyone in town kind of heard about what was going on the gossip was going on (laughs) and the one guy whose uh whose wife was cheating on him he was fucking pissed right and so he wanted to get revenge on this other guy and everyone like they want to fight i guess but like no one wants to get charged they're like you know they're probably in their 40s but it's the men's league hockey tournament coming up and their teams are playing so everyone in town knows these two guys are playing (laughs) against each other everyone's the whole arena is just full and everyone's waiting for this fight to go down and right off the opening face off they just drop the mitts and they fucking go and like it's a good fight or whatever the guy who the guy who's uh whose wife was uh cheating on the guy, he won the fight okay, but it's like you know it's justice just, is restored justice right. was restored uh, i was going for the true alpha yeah. <laughs> It's like I took your lady and I took your prom. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Just skating in a circle. So that's what you wanted. That's so Canadian. The, the lovable yeah. losers fucking tournament every yeah. year, and uh, and I guess that's what happened. And then the other one uh, was the, the it's another oh, hockey tournament, favorite. men's league tournament. Dude, this is a script board of this of these fucking stories. But you know yeah. what's great about these hockey tournaments is they're all solvable situations where no one does any legal time. Yeah, yeah if there was yeah. more hockey in the United States. You just yeah. be like, well, am penalty. I playing your team? Yeah. Like, You're penalty fine. box, though. Yeah. 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 A lot right. of penalty box. Yeah. 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 Privatized yeah. penalty box. Yeah. Misconduct in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a big loss. So this one, uh, this guy, Billy, he's uh, at the men's league tournament, but they, they had a game on Friday or whatever, so they're staying over in a hotel in this town, you know, I, I like don't know how everybody just plays hockey as adults. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> so so after work, I went to the hockey rink. Yeah. healthcare. You yeah. can afford yeah. a fucking ball and knee. Yeah, they're all. So yeah. Like, we can afford skates and busted knees. <laughs> yeah. These are all grown adults. Yeah, like the, like for in their forties probably, and they're they're at the uh, they're at this tournament, and the guy gets gets drunk. This Billy guy, and he's walking around. He can't find his hotel room, so he's knocking on every door in the hotel, and everyone's getting pissed off. Like he's just fucking annoying them. The one guy though answers the door. He goes, "Buddy, it's not your room." Don't fucking knock on my door again, all right? He's like, oh, yeah. Billy goes walking around the hotel. Sure enough, comes back to the same door. Knock, knock, knock. The guy goes, listen, knock on this fucking door again. I'm going to fucking drop you. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Walks away. Sure enough, here comes Billy again. Rap, rap, rapping on the chamber door. The guy opens up the door. Boom, one punch, just fucking, bu- like, buckles them, and, like, it's a big commotion. Everyone, like, other guys come out of their yeah. hotel rooms, they're breaking this up, and they drag Billy off or whatever, and I guess he finds his room. The next day, they're in the arena in the morning, I think, they're in the lobby <laughs> at, the, at the tournament, and uh, his one buddy's like, hey, Billy. That's the guy that decked you last night at the hotel. That's the fucking guy. He's like, really? That's the guy. He's like, I'm gonna fucking get him. So he goes and he stands in like the foyer, like the like lobby, the lobby doors. You walk in. There's two sets of doors. He's yeah. like the vestibule, I guess. Is that what it's called? Standing right in there, waiting for the guy. And the guy comes walking out. Must have his hockey equipment, his bag with him, whatever. He's like, just waiting. Guy comes through the doors. Boom! Just pounces on him. He's got him down. Just starts up the fucking lawnmower on this guy. Just feeding Holy him punches. Shit. And this woman's like, stop it! Stop it! He's only got one arm. <laughs> so these two just beat the shit out of a guy. A and he stops and he looks up the lady and goes, Yeah, that's the fucking one he hit me with. Yeah, well, one arm enough to pop 
punch enough another guy, dude. That is so great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to have that in you where you're like, yeah, I'm gonna get revenge. Yeah. I don't care that this guy's insane. It's just a fucking sleeve yeah. flapping in the wind. Stop. Stop. You know? Stop. I can't block on my shoulder. Yeah. So it's like, ah. Uh, a one arm fight story. <laughs> See, is we that don't what discriminate. It? We bring the handicaps on here and represent yeah. them well. You guys are fair. You guys yeah. are fair and balanced. <laughs> well, listen, fellas, man. Thank you guys so much for bringing us here into the living room. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. Welcome to the train, dude. Yeah, but welcome to Under the Train. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, thanks for having us. Oh, yeah. please. Cut as, it out. As a married couple, it's nice to do things. <laughs> <It's together>. nice. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's going to be like, see, they do things they together. When uh, we get our uh, podcast going. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Turn the lights off at a bar and drop two dudes. <laughs> Your, I don't want to hear the end of that story. <laughs> John, your wife today was just talking about how I, I don't like listening to his podcast because I'm just waiting for him to say something bad about me. I'm like, well, he never says anything bad about you on fight stories. And, and then she goes, yeah, but there's this one voice he does of of my, like my, mocking my voice. And then you just did it. <laughs> that's, her, that's her fight story? Yeah. Yeah. John does this voice. I figured I'm going to get on his podcast. I'm going to fuck yeah. him up. She said I want to do fight stories. It's like airing what you think is the truth out on a fucking podcast is yeah. a fight story. It's marriage counseling. Oh, dude, yeah, but she's going to hit you with that uh, Lorraine Baracco from Goodfellas just wake up with a gun over your face. Yeah. You're like, did you put, it put the gun down? Honey, honey, honey. All right, listen, we don't need to ask what you guys are doing. You guys are doing fine. Thanks. <laughs> That's like the she ultimate. Was, you've made it. Yeah. You don't have to plug nothing. what you yeah, got. Yeah, you guys are working. Go to your websites. Yada, yada, yada. Everybody knows you. That's why you're tuning in. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, plug. Uh, danceorder.com. Uh, MikeVecchione.com, at ComicMikeV on all social media platforms. I have uh, a podcast called No Disrespect, available on iTunes, the Gas Digital Network. Please buy my album, The Worst Kind of Thoughtful, available on iTunes. This guy making, Damn. I wanted to, Whoa. I thought we were going to do website stuff. Dan's yeah. doing way better. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, no, check out saying, Dan uh, on the bonfire. Uh, the season four coming out soon. <laughs> Episodes three, four, um, five. I'm working real hard. I got some stuff coming up at eight that's real, just dynamite. Thanks, guys. So much fun, man. Guys, thanks for listening to Fight Stories. We are having a great time making this podcast. We're getting some great guests, and the feedback has been awesome. If you want to support the show, you can do it in two ways. Way number one, money. We're on Patreon now, so check out Fight Stories. Anything we get, we're pumping right back into the podcast. We're trying to get bigger, better, and better. Secondly, continue to subscribe and share, and please rate the podcast on iTunes. This one is the one he wants to hear. You said so so well. You hear that, Ryan? We appreciate you. We're on Instagram at Fight Stories Podcast, on Twitter at Fight Stories Pod, and on Facebook, just plug in Fight Stories. Our ugly mugs are going to pop up. Support the fights. Yeah. Fuck the arts.